a podcast. Did your radio show get canceled? Fire, fire, fire. Low down and filthy, but the discipline is on point. Schooled myself, made my own dojo. A cold flow with the whole dose of soul. Maintain composure, even in fury. An anomaly, properties undiscernible to mere peasants. Use weapons that level entire area. Scarier than an outbreak of malaria. Hello, my name is Ollie Dunn. I'm the daughter of Pete the Planner, or Peter Dunn. He will be with us in a minute. Hi, Ollie. Hi. That was like five seconds. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, well, thanks for filling in on the opener this week. Okay. This week, I got a guy on the show who's in his 20s. What, what age group are you in right now? Seven. You're in your sevens? Mm-hmm. All right, so you're seven. This guy's in his 20s. He wants to retire when he's 40. Okay. Do you know what retire means? You stop your job and just relax. <laughs> just relax? <laughs> when are you going to retire, dude? Uh, maybe when I'm 80. 80? Mm-hmm. It's a full career. Um, what do you I want to be a scientist, and scientists have to work. Scientists have to work long because if you're figuring out like what, like how is this happening, what to do, it might take you a few years. So. That's a really good point. What do you like to do to relax? Like, so when you think about you're gonna retire, what do you like to do to relax? Can you think at 80 years old you'll still like to eat candy? Yes. All right, yes, dude. Yes, very much. So I'm talking to Tony this week on the show. Had some technical difficulties the first time Tony and I tried to do an interview because your brother Ted was in my studio that day and he turned all the knobs on my board and I could not hear Tony. <laughs> Wait, you took Ted to your office? Yes, I did. And he messed with the board. He's not invited back. <laughs> He's banned. He's grounded. <laughs> So he just was like, beep, 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 That's exactly what he did. <laughs> exactly what he did. Did he get in trouble? Well, he's going to. Okay. What should we do? How should we punish Ted? Uh, Don't let him come here for a month. Okay. When's the last time you were here? Maybe a few, two years ago. Okay. I don't know. No one knows. I do my own podcast, and we haven't been here since I've done my last podcast, but that is not my last one. I want to do one. Okay, so we'll bad. do another one soon. We yeah. should update yeah, your listeners. Should. Yeah. All right, pal. Well, thanks for being on the show this week. You're welcome. Make sure to start saving for retirement now, okay? Okay. All right. Um, you want to say, now here's Tony. Now here's Tony. Stop what you're doing. Oh and hit Pete up on Twitter at Pete the Planner. Hey, man. Question the right of any man to voice his opinion as strongly as any can. But then again, many men are citizens of their own little world, so they ain't really fitting in. I'm in the background blending in, camouflaged by the scenery. But I'm a champion, revamp the camp again, put down the stamp again, talk to my fans again, renew my brand again. We welcome Tony to the million dollar plan. Hello, Tony. Hey, Peter, how's it going? I'm good. I, of course, owe you an apology. We tried to do this before, but uh, thanks to my son, Ted, he messed with the board in my, in my studio, and then our call didn't work. So this is our second attempt. Such, such is having kids. 
Yeah, well, so that's I'm going to have him stay with us as long as we can, just so I can blame him for my hair loss, my uh, weight gain, all those sorts of things. Now, what can we do for you today, Tony? What are we working on? Yeah, so I just, I guess there's a couple of things. I sort of wanted to do a little bit of a checkup on how uh, we're doing, uh, you know, financially. But then a couple of things that my wife and I are trying to work towards, um, we would like to, in our around age 40 to be able to have options to walk away. Whoa. Um, That's big. That's the yeah. uh, fire stuff, right? Financial independence, retire early. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm interested in that sort of realm. Um, so I guess we just want options. My, my family owns a uh, construction company. I don't work for them now, but you know, as my uh, parents age a little bit, uh, having the option to uh, step in if necessary, you know, having a bunch of money in the bank will make that a much easier decision. Do you uh, can you grow a mustache pretty easily? I mean, if you're in construction. Oh, I, I, yes, I, I hope so. Yeah. Okay, because I'm you know we'll get to the money stuff, but that seems like that would matter. Now, um, so you want options? You want flexibility? A lot of times when people are on the show, we we try to determine what are you after, and what you are saying is you want flexibility. Twelve years from now, you're 28 years old, and by 40, you want choices. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I just want enough money in the bank to be able to kind of make decisions that we can't make right now. All right. So I have a million questions, as you might guess. Uh, to, to begin, uh, yeah. do you current, what do you do for a living now? Are, are you in the construction business? Uh, I am not. So my wife and I are both in education. Okay. So you don't need a mustache in education. No, 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 not at all. Okay. So do you, no one, no one you know is listening to this because really my mom is the only podcast listener. Um, so do you like your job? Uh, yeah, I do. But you still want the ability. Her job. Okay. But you still want the ability to, to, you reserve the right to not like it 12 years from now is what you're telling me. Exactly. Yes. And I, and I envisioned 12 years ago, 12 years from now that my wife will continue to work. Um, I, and I may decide to stay where I'm at. I may not. It's, you know, I, I want the options and the flexibility to make my own choices at that time. Okay, there's a couple things going on. So, uh, n- number one, most mm-hmm. times when people are in this situation, they make a, a great deal of money. Uh, and I mean, hundreds of thousands of dollars because they're trying to con- take an entire career's earnings, jam it into a decade. In your situation, you guys still do really well. You, you earn about $110,000 a year collectively as a household. Do you, on the surface, if we take the, you know, the, the long view approach, do you think you make enough money that in 12 years you'll be able to accomplish what you want to accomplish to give you that flexibility? I think so, if I, if I can do the math correctly, yeah. Okay, so here's... So we, uh, we live a pretty frugal life. Um, we're in uh, the Midwest, uh, really low cost of living. Um, you're right, we make about $110,000 collectively. Um, on top of that, I have some additional side income where I might bring in 15000 in a year. Okay. Um, gross, but we are saving currently about $4,500 a month. Whoa, holy Moses. Okay, 4500 bucks a month. Now, where is that being saved? Because if you're looking for flexibility at age 40, where it's being saved matters a lot. It does, yeah. So, and that, that I think, is part of the conversation and things we need a little bit of help with. (laughs) Um, So we max out our Roth IRAs every year. Okay. Uh, I am putting 
$2,036.44 into my 403B uh, every month. Can you be more exact on that number? Yeah. No, no, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, keep going. Uh, I do 550 bucks a month into um, an HSA. Okay. And then on top of that, we have about $1,000 in sort of cash left over every month after all these things are sort of done. So, and, and, and I... I got to try to understand what you know and what you don't know. So if I'm going to ask something and it seems very remedial to you, please, please forgive me. Uh, But so your 403B, those will be monies that traditionally you won't have access to without penalty and taxes. Well, you're always going to have taxes, but anyway, at 59 and a half. So the bulk of your investing is, is not accessible until you're 59 and a half. Your, Your Roth contributions now, you got a little bit more flexibility there. You can always take out what you put in um, prior to 59 and a half. Uh, and, and so what we're looking at there is that would provide you some income flexibility at 40. Is that the way you view it? Yeah, I guess I view it this way. I want to have enough set aside that um, I could step away. We could live on my, just on my wife's income, and I can help out the family business. I could get a different career path. I can... So I don't necessarily see it as continuing to or stopping working at that point, but reserving the option if I dislike what I'm doing to do something else and not have to think any more about it. So here I did some uh, I did some figuring, which uh, I don't know if you're a math teacher, but <laughs> figuring is arithmetic. And uh, sure. basically, at your pace, when you're 40, you will have nine hundred and eighty-one thousand uh, dollars set of. Oops, you know what? That's not right. I put the wrong interest rate in there. Holy Moses, I was wrong. $1.3 million at that time. So even right. if you don't draw money off of that, and even if you have an income that's lower that doesn't allow you to save aggressively going forward, that money is still going and to grow and compound, yeah. right? And, and that is exactly. So I would like to be able to, at that point, decide if I, want, if I have to live off of it, okay. But if I want to just sit there and do something else and not need to save aggressively anymore to be able to do that. Tony, tell me why I, I shouldn't hear your situation and think, this is a guy that just wants to make his wife work <laughs> so he can do whatever <laughs> he wants. Well, I mean, I know it's not that way. But basically what you're saying is if, if collectively you can create a scenario that gives you flexibility, that's, that's what you want. Because, again, it's not like you're talking about sitting on your, your, your hands. Right. You're going to do something. Right. And if I decide to, at that point, uh, our, my family company, my and my dad will be 65 at that when I'm 40. Um, so some of the labor-intensive stuff that he may not be able to do anymore, um, I definitely won't make what I'm making now. Um, so to be able to have that flexibility and step in if I need to, you know, will be important. Does he have a mustache? Uh, he doesn't, but full goatee. Okay. Well, I mean, a uh, 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 mustache is sort of the peanut butter to the goatees, peanut butter yeah. and jelly, if you think about that. Is he it's a youth pastor? Mainly the people I know with goatees <laughs> are youth pastors or baseball players. Right. No, no, no. Neither of those. Either. Okay. Um, you know what I, I love about this the most is that um, two things. Number one, people hear teacher, and I don't know what your, you know, your idea of when you hear people say teacher compensation and people think, well, they don't make enough money. They can't make a nice living. Number one, you're about to create a degree of independence by age 40 
And number two, while $110,000 annual income is a solid income, generally it's not the sort of one that can create $1.3 million by the time someone is 40. So you've smashed both of those uh, sort of popular conceptions. Perception. And that, that was the intention, yeah. <laughs> what's the, what's the uh, genesis of this whole idea for you? Yeah, um, you know, I, uh, when I got out of college, I, I think like most people, I had a little bit of student debt. And writing that check every month was not something that I was uh, looking forward to or that I enjoyed. Um, so we paid down that aggressively, and I said, okay, well, we just paid this down. Why don't we just continue with this? And, you know, I don't want to be in a position again where we, you know, owe things to people or where we're dependent on, um, say, a specific job deal to make ends meet. So what do you teach? Uh, so I teach uh, at... Um, uh, at the collegiate level, and my wife teaches in uh, K-12. I got to know what subject you teach. What is it like? Uh, l- <laughs> let me guess. Like, I want to guess. Sure. Is it a public or private university? It's private. Hmm. Theology? It's not. It's actually, I, I teach in the school business. Okay. Well, that, that was just a guess. Um Holy hell, I got that wrong. No, um, so, okay, School of Business, excellent. And so, uh, yeah. is, is, so these concepts, do you is share these with your students? Because your insight is a valuable insight that most people don't hold. Yeah, I don't teach uh, any finance, but, you know, um, yeah, the, the, the courses I teach are a little far away from, uh, you know, personal finance, but I share it as, as broadly as I can. Yeah, so it's so that also speaks to why your income's a little higher than I thought it would be when you say you're two teachers. Right. Because what's the crossover between a teacher and a professor? I always wonder though, what's the difference? Yeah, it depends on degree. It depends on what institution you're at. It's uh, yeah, there's and tons you, of factors. And if you don't show up in class within 15 minutes, everyone gets to leave, right? Is that is that legit? Yeah, that's the that's the conception. Yeah, <laughs> start the countdown. Um. So, what, what, do, you have, do you have any children? Like, what, what else is your situation? So, we have one son okay. uh, who is 18 months old. Is he working? Um, he is not yet, but we're hoping soon that he's going to start pulling his weight. Seems lazy. <laughs> he seems like a lazy yeah. kid, if you, you know. Yeah, those are kids, right? That's good for you. Um, and so, 18 months, what's your plan? Did you plan on funding his education? Is that a priority of yours? Well, that's, again, where we sort of get into uh, some good questions about how to prioritize these things. So we have a 529 plan. We have $5,000 in it. Okay. The plan is to put 2500 into it every year on his birthday. Um, but if I do decide to stay in my current job, uh, he would get free tuition oh, nice. uh, for college. Um, and even if I don't stay, I'm, we're pretty certain that uh, my in-laws will pay for college. Okay. Now, you know in bringing that up, we have to talk about it. Sure. So what's the idea? Help us understand that and why you feel that way other than they told you that they're going to do that. They pretty much said that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, uh, they, they paid for all of their kids' schooling, and they still have a 529 plan for my wife with about $40,000 in it. Oh, Nice. So I think the plan is to let that accumulate and then pay for my son's schooling. Okay. No, that makes sense. So 
what could go wrong with this whole plan? Yeah. <laughs> Those are great questions. I was hoping you would poke some holes into it. Oh, I love poking holes in situations. What type of investor are you? So, I mean, from a strategically, what, how, how do you invest? Um, you know, we, I just pick solid mutual funds. Um, I'm looking to, you know, everything right now is just sort of based off of what is available at the, with either my, you know, uh, retirement plan. Uh, so with that, I've picked uh, just an index fund. Um, with my Roth IRAs, I've just picked basic sort of broad mutual funds. Um, so I'm pretty kind of, you know, keep it broad and simple and keep it boring. It's not. Yes, basically. I'm a big proponent of the keep it boring investment uh, philosophy. Um, all right. Yeah, I don't want to put more thought into it than I need to. What's your housing situation? So that's another great question. Man, <laughs> you know what? I up. ask a lot of good questions. We um, So we have been in our house for four and a half years. Okay. We are currently looking for a new house. Oh. And my in-laws are offering us uh, $50,000 for a down payment. Why? What? Why? Do they have any? Okay, so let's get uncomfortable. Um, sure. Do they have a ton of money or just more than you? Uh, uh, a ton would probably be right. Okay, so millions and millions of dollars. Yes. So it's, it's it's even uncomfortable to talk about, isn't it? Like, I mean, even to say it like that, it is kind of uncomfortable. So, is this part of sort of a wealth transfer idea? Yeah, they basically said they, you know, they can't keep it when they. You know, pass. So they want to see it spent now. So if that's you know, look, and that's not everyone's reality. Um, so what I in these situations, the most important thing is that you don't leverage their investment, if we'll call it that, which is a really poor way to use the word investment. But we'll we'll leverage their contribution. We got to make sure you do not create a lifestyle that then you have to handle with your income uh, that you can't yeah, afford. Sure, and we. Um, as we're looking at houses, um, our current house, the mortgage on our current house was 130000 Okay. Um, so, you know, pretty pretty low for kind of what we, uh, where our income's at. So sure. we're looking at the next, we're not going to, uh, we're looking at 250 and below. And what's your interest rate on your current mortgage? It's a 4.3. So you're talking about, I mean, if you get a 15 or something, you, you could drop almost a point and a half. Uh, and right. you, so, so that, the, that'd be good. Yeah, the plan is to give two hundred fifty thousand dollar house, put the fifty down, and then we can also probably put thirty seven down from our own. Yeah, get out of our own house, and then do a fifteen year. Gosh, this is great. So does your uh, wife have a sister that's not married? <laughs> Getting married in a few weeks. How 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 serious does it seem? I think pretty serious, but oh. there's there's still time. I guess I, I wouldn't have time to get divorced between now and then. Um, yeah. What about life insurance? I, I guess let, let's let's look through the lens of your wife's very wealthy family. If something happened to you, uh, her parents mm-hmm. would take care of her. But do you have life insurance? Uh, we do. So I have about uh, 10 times my income, and she has a little less than that on her. Hmm, what else could go wrong? Um, does she? Do you plan on having more children that would prevent one of you from working at any uh, major period in the next twelve years? As of right now, no. I think we uh, we like the we like the guy that we have. Um, you know, we're pretty <laughs> happy. Oh, <laughs> that guy! I mean, the guy not doing anything. The guy that can't read. The yeah, guy that doesn't just, work. Yeah, he's, 
he's absorbing all of our resources Seems and like time. A, and, a but that's all right. We can, he's a ne'er-do-well. Okay, um, okay, so l- let's look at this from a really, really weird circumstance. What are the chances sure. that her parents somehow lose all of their money, which then mess up some of your plans because you somehow rely on that? Um, and, and that's part of it. I mean, you know, I, we, as I, as I started to think through our plan, I don't want to be um, dependent on any inheritance or any sort of uh, another person, right? So yeah. I think that's also part of the idea of investing heavily and saving heavily. Um, and if they, if the fifty thousand dollar down payment vanishes, I think we can still. I mean, we'll still be able to afford a two hundred thousand dollar house, you know. So it's not, um, not a dire situation. I love your situation. But, I, I, yeah, the likelihood that any of that vanishes, I think, is pretty slim. Did I give you your million dollar day, or have I just been sitting on it here? You haven't. Okay. I think it was around forty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is uh, July thirty first. 2026 okay that's two days before my uh anniversary my 26 year anniversary or two days after my 26 year anniversary so you'll have enough i'll have to figure out what you could get us um because you have a million bucks i mean geez now i love this man What, what kind of pay increases do you get at the college or at the university whatever um i think i'm pretty much done i've got a couple uh of of big ones over the last couple of years um their basic pay increases. So it's just going to be 2% going forward, 3%. So you clearly are really into this. What's your wife? Is she into this? Does she like it? Is she on board? Uh, she is, yes. So she, she's not nearly as uh, invested as I am in the, uh, in the in all of this. Uh, she mostly goes along. Um, I do discuss big things with her like this. And, you know, big changes in strategy or, you know, we just, when we decided to, you know, start maxing out Roth IRAs, you know, we did it as a household. But um, she pretty much trusts me to kind of take care of all of it. So so I'm going to speak really uh, out of turn, I think, here. She drew, did she grow up wealthy or did her parents make their money after she left? Uh, she grew up, yes. I mean, she, she, was, she did, did it pretty well. Okay. Uh, the money came around, you know, sort of in her teenage years, but they were never like, uh, you know, they didn't grow up as nearly as poor as, as, as my family. So I'm now talking to the people listening and not you, but you're welcome to listen as well, Tony. In those circumstances, okay. when someone grows up wealthy and the money hits around their teenage years, it can create a lot of money behavior issues. It does not sound like it has inflicted your household. But what we often find is you form your ideas about money and lifestyle in your teens. And if that's an inflated amount of money based on a windfall, earned or otherwise, um, that can mess you up as a young adult. And it sounds like you guys, oh, back to you, Tony. It sounds like you guys dodged a bullet where a lot of situations that you've just described, the financial life of you and your wife would be a disaster. No, yeah, I would agree. Um, I think I... You know, my background and my family's background evens it out a lot, uh, sort of how uh, my wife grew up, as opposed to how my wife grew up. Um, but, no, I think we're pretty well-rooted. We're pretty easy lifestyle. We cook at home, and we, you know, don't have a lot of extras. Man, I'm so, so tempted to ask, is her sister as fiscally as sound as she is? <laughs> but that is an inappropriate question, 
in which it's not fair for you to weigh in on that. True. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, let's just say I did pretty well with uh, my wife as opposed to. Uh, Let's move others. on. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on, man. Because if it, look, hey, just trust me on this one. Um, all right. Well, anything else? I I uh, I give you ever from time to time. I, I put people on a scale. Um, you're a ten out of ten, buddy. Ten out of ten. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's uh, you know, we uh, we try to sort of do what we need to do, and I think I, I I thought we were getting there and working that way. On a five Peter scale, I'd like to give you five Peters. <laughs> Wait, this that's, that's, that's I don't know. Let me rethink that. Um, five out of five. Good job. Anyway. Um, all right, man. Well, that's it. Well, I want updates. Um, so keep us updated. Just email us. And uh, if we can do anything for you, let us know. All right, will do. Thanks a lot, Pete. If you want to be on this podcast, have Pete fix your money life, then hit us up at beattheplanner.com slash podcast. You heard me. Beattheplanner.com slash podcast. Log on. This is for information purposes only. This is not the Swiss financial planning device. Consult a financial divisor. Released from Everest, the fresh is fresh, and you can call me E.T. Word to John Tesh. Let me bless this harmonic presentation. It's amazing, so amazing. I'm the reason. Uh, salutations. I bring you love, Tron greetings. It's from a faraway land. I am the sole controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, Tron can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, salutations. How you doing? And is that how y'all say it? The tinkling of the keys is an homage to the little, little star. I sojourn over poetic descriptions of sound and travel to my other world. Out of this world, spaceship on my arm took me home. Filled by the ink and the megabytes and the hypertext transfer protocol. Stronger than the Skynet and the Terminator. I push faders into warp speed. Glide with ease, creating a breeze. They call a black hole event horizon. No rear view concerns. This I adjourn. This I adjourn. This I adjourn. This I adjourn. Salutations, I bring you love, Tron greetings from a faraway land. I am the sole controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, Tron can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, salutations, how you doing? And is that how y'all say it?